Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in to the show today or via the means um, after the original broadcast from noon till one every Sunday. And of course, Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. I am your host, Sally Goldner. I use the pronoun she, her, and um, identify as female, as is my right. Well, that's a good lead into the show today. There's lots of news to cover. Um, not sure we'll get through it all. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Um, first of all, I want to congratulate the fantastic crew from, um, who gave the special Slut, well, Slut Walk broadcast last week, um, a fantastic piece of inclusive radio that goes right to the heart of um, 3CR and what we do. Uh, well done to all who were involved, prepared, um, gave their um, you know, sort of um, t- um, sort of thoughts on the day, and we'll look forward to when we can do it in person. It's looking pretty likely next year. Um, so much needed. Um, other things to talk about on the show today. Well, linking to that, we are in the middle of sixteen days of ending gender. Um, um, talking about gender-based violence. We've also got to look at the debates about the conversion therapy laws coming that are due in in Victor, um, have been introduced into the Victorian Parliament. All sorts of ups and downs there. Uh, Mardi Gras voted fifty six percent forty four in favour of keeping police at Pride March. Pros and cons there, acknowledging that can be an emotive issue. Uh, plenty to talk about. The Globe Awards were Friday night, which is why I opened up with Face the Day. Um, it was a slightly foggy Sally yesterday. Um, and, of course, the Angels. And that was originally um, off. Uh, well, I think that goes way back to, about, I think, their No Secrets album. Um, but also was on Greatest Hits Volume 2. May they be rocking and rolling forever. Um, but clearly the news for Elliot Page... Um, disclosing that um, they are a trans man um, is just um, one of the good news stories of the week and in a year that's been very much um, void of good news, um, a wonderful thing. Um, Let's have a chat about this and what it means and welcome your thoughts. There's lots of ways you can give your thoughts on anything on the show, um, this story or anything else. You can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com you can look for the posts on Facebook, my page, sallygoldner.com, or out of the pan, 3CR, 855am, Melbourne. You can also um, SMS on the following number, which is 061-456-751215, or you can tweet at Gold said so. And remember... That's the bottom line. And always remember, opinions on the show are my own. There may be um, some triggering content in some of the issues today. Um, So if there is, um, you can call QLife, which includes Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania on 1800 184 527. Um, We may also discuss family violence and the with respect number 1800 542 847. Um, But yes, coming back... 
um, to this wonderful news. Um, well, I have to admit, said the 55-year-old who remembers these nice shows like Gilligan's Island, I had not really heard of um, the Umbrella Academy. Let's talk about that first. It's set in a universe where 43 women around the world give birth simultaneously on October 1, 1989, despite not one of them showing any pregnancy. Seven of the children are adopted by a billionaire, um, turned into a superhero team that he calls the Umbrella Academy. Um, he gives the children numbers um, rather than names, but they are named by their robot mother. Um, and there's all sorts of things going on here. Now, um, <clears throat> apparently these superheroes are far from perfect, um, which is um, sort of <laughs> um, nothing new. Superman wasn't perfect. Um and Spider-Man wasn't perfect. How he hung webs off the skies beyond me. But anyway, um, seriously, it sounds like a fun show. But um, the critical factor here is Elliot Page coming out. Um, and there's been so many good articles on this throughout the week. One here from, as much as it's not always the case, the um, what's now called Nine Media um, by Louise Rugendyke. Um um, so Elliot Page, um, and also played in a comedy called Juno, um, the, who's, um, Elliot is 33, which is, um, you know, sort of a factor I want to come back to, um, inspired by the trans community who was ceaselessly, ceaselessly working to make this world a more inclusive and compassionate place. Well, overwhelmingly people are trying to do that. Um, so what happened, um, during the week? Um, Elliot announced he was transgender. I'm trans. My pronouns are he, they, and my name is Elliot. I feel lucky to be writing this to be here to arrived at this place in my life. Um, statement has also said that um, Elliot was profoundly, felt profoundly happy, but was also, quote, scared of the invasiveness, the hate, the jokes, and the violence that was sure to come. Yes, sadly true. Um, and page content warning, transphobic murders, just for a few seconds, mention thereof. 40 trans people murdered in the USA this year, and sadly, of course, Trans Day of Remembrance, um, 350 um, in the year covered by that. Um, and he vowed not to stay silent in the face of any attack on trans people. should be noted that um, trans um, you know, media star Laverne Cox um, sadly faced some attacks um, um, or she and a friend um, in the last couple of weeks as well. So whether you're famous or not doesn't stop you being um, the target of some sort of abuse. Um, Page has always been vocal as a queer activist, came out of gay, um, you know, sort of explored LGBTI cultures a few years ago um, and um, had a crack at um, other things as well, um, you know, sort of... Um, criticise someone for going to Hillsong, which in Page's words, and these are Page's words, infamously anti-LGBTIQ. Well, um, largely, yes, acknowledging some people are trying to work from the inside on that. Um, a lot of support for Elliot. There's been also other articles. I saw one written by a 13-year-old non-binary person about what it means to them. And so let's try to have a look at that and what it means. 33. Yours truly didn't come out until... 29 in 1965 and I think that's a thing in itself that people even though now there is greater visibility it still can be a challenge to move past some of the internalized prejudice the fear all those valid emotions and feelings 
and be yourself. We are seeing lots of people come out younger, and that's really, really important that um, that is happening. Um, so that's really welcome, and I think needs um, you know a huge thing. We still hear of lots of older trans and gender diverse people not being able to be more themselves, if um, whether they are totally themselves at all. So um, that's important that we are seeing younger people coming out because it does lots of things for the younger people themselves. They've got less um, stuff to work through afterwards, um, you know, and do none, none of us, and regardless of gender identity or sexuality, ever stop working through our stuff. But um, you know, the, do we ever get to one hundred percent authenticity? I don't know. Um, that's a philosophical debate that could take up all of. Um, 160-odd hours a week of 3CR's programming. But um, we can keep working at it and keep trying to um, sort of be the best we can be. Um, but the piece that I wanted to quote by Rebecca Bruzhoff for the Inquirer, Inquirer, that's an I, as opposed to the National Enquirer, God forbid, no. Um, Elliot Page's coming out means to me as a 13-year-old trans activist. Um, and so... Um, and, you know, sort of he changed, according to this um, 13-year-old, um, um, changed the, wor- the wor- world for the better just by sharing his identity publicly. And I want to come back to his as well. This 13-year-old transitioned five and a half years ago, which is still a sign of awesomeness to me. And I want to say that as a middle getting towards the senior cohort of trans, this is a wonderful thing. This is awesome that, um, you know, and I just, to me, seeing... Stories like Elliot Page, like um, the article I'm quoting here from, um, you know, from Rebecca, when I see other younger people, the fabulous Navoza Zinn, whose new book is on the way, if not out already, Georgie Stone, Evie MacDonald, many, many others, Isabel Langley. Um, This is just awesome for people like me to see. We didn't go through everything for nothing. It's also, I'm going to come back to that, what's probably cheesing off those who would have different, very different views on trance because they know they're losing. And um, to quote Linda McMahon from the, um, you know, the higher power reveal segment, that's really unfortunate, end quote. There's your obligatory wrestling quote for the day. So, um, you know, sort of um, Rebecca quotes Jazz Jennings, who of course is awesome and, um so Elliot um, Page is coming out matters to Rebecca, the th- our 13-year-old writer here. Elliot has a platform bigger than any I could imagine, reaching millions of people. Well, you're reaching millions of people. You're somewhere in America, Rebecca, and this wacky 55-year-old Oz pan- chooking a pansexual is reading your article. Um, but thanks to Elliot, more kids will know they're not alone. More kids will see bright, beautiful possibilities for themselves. More people will learn what it means to be trans and have a positive example to go with it. And more people will be inspired to be sharp as the fullest version of yourselves. Um, well, infinite percent agreement there, without question. Um, just absolutely sensational um, that that is the case. But there is an angle here that perhaps hasn't been covered and what this means as much as I, and I, this is an interesting one. I mean, I am not, a, I'm a trans woman to use my own label. I'm someone assigned male who identifies as female in simple words. Um, but what does this mean for trans men? So often our trans brothers do not get the recognition, visibility, affirmation, acclamation that they so truly deserve. And, you know, it's been a very invisible road at times for trans men. 
I know as an educator in the work that I do when we're trying, you know, people maybe are not sure of the um, issues surrounding all of trans people, people can name lots of trans women of various age cohorts, um, we could say sometimes for better or worse. But, you know, the, the names usually flow. And then we ask for some trans men and most often nowadays from most people we will get um, you know, sort of, oh, Scher's child. Yeah, that's right. Sonny and Scher's child, Chaz Bono. And it's really good when they um, do that because, um, you know, that means if I had to give more clues, I'd have to do karaoke of I Got You, Babe, and that's not a good thing. But seriously, um, you know, the thing is people are aware of Chaz Bono. Sometimes if it's a slightly more knowledgeable rainbow setting, they've heard of Buck Angel, um, Others have heard of Eddie Ayres, a fabulous trans man, and you know who does great work in a couple of areas. A writer, to, um, I think there's a second, another second book coming, and yes, I will get to that book of mine one day um, when I win Tatsla. I don't can afford to take the time to do it. Seriously, gamble in responsibility with responsibility, but seriously, um, you know Eddie also um, does radio on what I an organisation that I'm proud to mention on this community radio station, the ABC presents classical music as well and if I can be a little self-indulgent I've had the honour and privilege to meet him he is to use the phrase a gentleman and a scholar in every sense of those words so um, yeah Um, but then it sort of begins to peter out after that Um, I was presenting a training session on um, Thursday it was actually my first one in person for nine months which is incredibly welcome and good to be oot and a boot Um, I drove up to Emerald, just to digress, I'm doing a Ronnie Corbett here. This reminds me of a funny story. I drove up to Emerald to deliver the session, and it was like going on one of those meditations where you drive through the country, and it's like, you're driving down a country lane. Please don't fall asleep if you're driving. Seriously, coming back on topic, that reminds me of the joke I was going to tell you. Um, It's not a joke. Um, It is wonderful to see trans men visibility. It's just something we need so of which we need so much, and um, you know I think that this has overwhelmingly been a very very welcome um, announcement that has um, you know come out. So wishing Elliot every fabulousness for your future, um, you know, and every success. And as a few articles have mentioned in earlier times, um, we'll say. More, I think it's fair to say, lesbian, gay, and to some extent bisexual, um, you know, actors in Hollywood in particular couldn't be themselves because they would have faced extreme prejudice. Um, Rock Hudson is one who comes to mind, of course, um, possibly. Um, James Dean is someone who, from all reports, was bi. All these things. Um, so to have someone come out at 33 who is um, in this way is a wonderful thing. And, yeah, all I can say, Elliot, is I hope I meet you one day and when it's safe to do so, give you a big hug because, um, in the words of the WWE universe, um, you are awesome, clap, 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 and all that sort of thing. So it is incredibly welcome. And um, also just had a message come in on the spot from Melina. Good to have you back listening live, Melina. We've missed you. But it's good to have you back. You've been doing good work. Um, the email readeth. I quote, I have seen some great documentaries Elliot has created and directed on SBS. Check them out as well. Good on your SBS, another great media outlet. Also indicates pop culture plays a significant role in changing and challenging the status quo 
um, despite all the wonderful activism, celebrities, for better or worse, have a huge platform and can use their status for good. Well, look, I, I agree with that one. I'll just um, stop quoting there for a second. Um, there, it's the old story of use your privilege for good and not evil purposes, Batpan. Um, to requote Molina again, I think it's brilliant. Glad to be back with such great news. Um, the Vaux is also on Clementine Ford's podcast this week as well. Well, there's some um you know, sort of um, dynamos for sure, um, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, some good news um, this week, much needed in this year of, um, you know, so so much challenge. And, you know, who knows, maybe we just are seeing at least, I'll use the phrase, an extreme watermark. Biden being elected, Kamala Harris putting pronouns in a Twitter file, uh, profile, um, these are not big, you know, they're, they're small steps, but they're part of a, a long journey. A, what is it? A, um, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. I think someone said that. This is what we need. So, um, yeah, very, very much welcome. Um, so, yep, um, there's some good news, but there's um, to just get us off onto a roll. But it actually will link in to some of the things I want to talk about, which may be not so good in the next segments, um, noting the Headline when I picked up the Sunday Age today, um, in that um, you know there's going to be some obvious pushback against the Victorian government's proposed confer- conversion therapy um, bill, for example. So anyway, let's get um, you know, sort of um, let's enjoy the good news once again. Well done, um, Elliot. I wish you every happiness. Um, in the meantime, let's have a listen to a song that. Well, it's an interesting one um, by a singer called Dar, D-A-R Williams, um, which, well, there's been all sorts of interpretations of this song, um, but I'll tell you about how Dar wrote it and what it meant to Dar when, uh, after we hear the track, When I Was a Boy. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. I won't forget when Peter Pan came to my house, took my hand. I said I was a boy, I'm glad he didn't check. I learned to fly, I learned to fight, I lived a whole life in one night. We saved each other's lives out on the pirate. Even a late night with some friends And I hear somebody tell me it's not safe Someone should help me I need to find a nice man to walk me home When I was a boy I scared the pants off of my mom Climbed what I could climb up And I don't know how I survived I guess I knew the tricks that all boys knew Say 
get your shirt? I said, no way, it's the last time I am not breaking any law. And now I'm in this clothing store, and the signs say less is more. More that's tight means more to see. More for them, not more for me. That can't help me climb a tree. Ten seconds flat when I was a boy. See that picture that was me. Grass-stained shirt and dusty knees. And I know things have got to change. They got pills to sell. They got implants to put in. They got implants to remove. Finds its way to catching fireflies out in the backyard, and so I tell the man I'm with about the other life I live, and I say, now you're Top Gun, I have lost and you have won. And he says, oh no, no, can't you see? When I was a girl, my mom and I we always talked, and I picked flowers everywhere. Mama is thrilled to reopen and welcome you back to the theatre from the 5th through to the 20th of December. The program includes a two-week season of Iranian Bauhaus by Alna Sheskalani, a series of play readings curated by Rosemary Johns and the first live La Mama Poetica since March. To ensure the comfort and safety of audiences, artists and staff, La Mama's put together a COVID-safe plan in line with the Victorian government guidelines. You can see all the information on La Mama's COVID safety page. Check out lamama.com.au for all information. La Mama is a 3CR supporter.
16 days of action against gender-based violence, November 25 to December 10. In the lead-up to Human Rights Day 2020, 3CR's feminist and gender activists bring you grassroots content demanding change for the annual 16 days of activism against gender-based violence campaign. Visit 3cr.org.au forward slash 16 days of action. Indeed, 3CR rolling along and I do have to um, offer regret that I was hoping to have a guest in, but unfortunately, due to some personal circumstances, I'm not able to join me today, but hopefully we'll try to squeak in in some time in the future. Um, I suppose we now have to get to the point where the uh, I mentioned that the last show for the year will be in two weeks' time on the 20th of December. So today, the 13th and the 20th, and then we'll call it a year. And um, damn right we should too. Um, what a year. Blah, 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 blah. Um, What is it? If today is the sixth, my mathematics tells me that there's around 25 and a half um, days of the year to go. I'm not counting. Seriously, I'm not. Yes, I am. And about oh, seven and a half other billion other people are too. But I do think there is reason for hope, um, given that we keep seeing so many, the progress on all the various vaccines as well. Well, lots of linkages. Um, um you know, sort of in the um, in this, how this show is planned. Um, planned. Sorry, actually, that's not true. I wouldn't do such a thing. Uh, this show being out of the pan, a show covering pansexual issues. Um, you know, sort of. Um, well, gender-based violence. Well, is suppressing someone's gender identity in any way a form of gender violence? It could be argued that it is, and this links into the debate which for those who buy the hopefully recycled newspapers, um, well, the news might be recycled in some of them, but some of it is New Year's, but the paper is hopefully recycled. Today, starting on the front page of the Sunday Age here in Melbourne, there's conver- there's a headline which reads, I will quote the headline, um, conversion laws in inverted commas, threat and in inverted commas to religion. Um, to religious freedoms, end full quote of the headline. And I think I need to add it after that, sick or very big inverted commas. Of course, the um, various elements of religion have um, spat the dummy that they're not getting their own way, um, not just, as this article says, from the religious right, but from so-called mainstream churches with Melbourne's Catholic Archbishop, Peter Commonsoli, telling the Sunday Age, who I prayed to, how I pray, what I pray for, and most particularly who I pray with is not of concern to any government. Maybe it's not. It's of concern to LGBTI people. And you know, I, I haven't read the whole bill yet. I do have some concerns with the proposed change to the definition of gender identity, which I think could be um, tightened up, and hopefully there'll be some community consultation um, on this. And it's disappointing that there wasn't before it was come out. But overall, the gist of the bill as a, is very, very positive. It is, as some as um, given enough space to the opponents, those who are supporting the bill say that the gist of it is world-leading, and that's what we need. And the thing is, it's not very well to talk about freedom of religion, and you have that in your church. But when you are outside your church, including providing so-called social services or counselling, you are not in your church. 
and you don't have a right to damage other people and then leave the government to pick up the pieces. If you want to do conversion therapy, then you can pay for people who have been damaged by it to stay on welfare, religion, religious types. And what I think I've seen this year, and this is where there's so many linkages, is that the way that the Andrews government has stood up to bullshit, and I will use that word, and I don't use language that often, that strong very often, um, from the far the mur- the murder media in particular, is frankly very very welcome. And what it said is you don't have to be intimidated by these people, and I don't think we ever should be. Maybe in the time past we have. Maybe there are some advocates in our community who would play nice to people who would oppress us and also sell out those further down the um, train in the name of so-called pragmatism. Well, as I always say, pragmatism is murder of the most vulnerable. We are within a day of the anniversary of marriage equality passing federal parliament three years ago, and of course trans people in particular, but many other groups, BIPLAS, who, for whom I can speak, others who I don't identify with, but many I know who feel this way, intersex, people of colour, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander queers, felt very sold out by how the Yes campaign did this. So this time we stand firm. Um, and um, frankly, um, that all these religious people have to remember that religious, every um, and everyone for that matter, freedom is balanced by responsibility. And you can't just do what you want, damage other people and throw them away. And unfortunately, conversion therapy does that. I've said many times publicly that I went through an element of conversion therapy in the darkest period of my life at the start of 1995, where I put my trust in a psychiatrist who was taking this ridiculous psychoanalytical approach, including you first remember this when you were X years old. What happened then? Well, nothing happened. I was obviously just becoming aware of myself. There's probably some youth phobia in this as well, that young people can't think for themselves for 17 years and 364 days, says me with sarcastic tongue in one one cheek and coming out the other ear. Uh, But then, you know, on their 18th birthday, they can. No one of any age should be subjected to conversion therapy. And if churches and any religious institution want to be seen as a responsible part of society rather than self-entitled, then they have no opposition with this bill or they need to get behind it. But um, what is important here, quoting the Sunday Age um, and the continuation on page 10 in the paper version, is, quote, in another significant move, the Family Violence Act will be amended that suppressing or changing a family's sexuality or gender identity is a form of domestic violence, empowering people to take action against their relatives. The regime governing personal safety intervention orders will be strengthened to prevent harassment on that basis, end quote. Now, this is incredibly welcome um, because you can't suppress someone's gender identity and whilst not the intention of the bill, it puts a big, um, you know, sort of um, sorry no sign up in front of someone like Mark Latham or those who are still trying to push the so-called religious freedom, in, um, the equivalent religious freedom bill in federal parliament. So you've got great legislation in Victoria leading the way, along with the ACT, who's done good things as well, and many LGBTIQA plus issues. But also um, sort of saying, hey, the nonsense that people like Mark Latham put up in New South Wales and the most of the social conservative Liberal Party, including our gender whisperer Prime Minister, who's never publicly recanted those beliefs, are they being opposed. Now, the Liberal Party is undecided on its stance as to whether allow, to allow a conscience vote. Um, 
Liberal Party and conscience vote. Some people might say, do those words go in the same sentence? I'm not so sure. Um, but, um, you know, um, um, Shadow Attorney General Ed Donoghue has called for the government to delay debate until next year to give MPs time to assess the details. Um, okay, that's fair enough. It was only introduced in the last week and we are getting near the end of a calendar year. Um, so Mrs Hennessy says the changes strike the right balance between protecting LGBTI people and respecting freedom of speech and religion and survivors agree. And as um, Nathan Despot, who I better get on the show at some point, um, who does awesome work in lots of areas of life, have said, and I'm quoting the age and in quote marks, if asking people to refrain from this kind of harmful practice is somehow the biggest threat to religious freedom, then it is even more evidence of why this bill is needed, end quote. Nathan Despot, on behalf of the Brave Network, well, I would agree with that. Um, and this is where this I've said this so many times, this ridiculous debate about individual freedom goes too far because people do not think about responsibility to others. Um, so really, really important that we support this bill. It also has to be refined, as I say, that some of the wording in the um, you know, definition of trans um, needs um, tightening up. There's, I think, a use of the word preference, which is certainly not appropriate. Um, so, yeah, lots to do. But it is a form of gender-based violence to suppress someone's trans and gender identity and it's sexuality-based violence to um, repress sexuality in any way. So let's have a, a world where everyone, everyone can be their authentic self without penalty, be treated on their merits, treated with respect and not put anyone down for any aspect of whatever you might call gender, body, and although not relevant in the conversion therapy issue because intersex is not about a sense of self, but it's about sex characteristics, which is slightly different. We respect sex characteristics and bodies of all sorts, shapes, sizes, and everything as well. Messages in. Roving reporter. Hey, roving. Great news about Elliot. Glad Melina is back. Hello, 3CR community. You are part of my little community. Um, glad Melina is back, and I saw her letter in The Age last week as well. Yes, Melina's a prolific letter writer doing um, Melina's bit for the fight. Biden was also the first American president to mention the word transgender in his victory speech. Yeah, absolutely so. Um, so it's a, it's a great sign to set that sense of visibility, affirmation and inclusion. Sarah McBride in the Senate, um, senior trans people. Um, hopefully there'll be sort of some start back towards some common sense in America and that will influence the world. And you're enjoying the show. Thanks, Roving. It is good to be with everyone today. Um and the other message from Roaming, as the T is the fourth letter in LGBT, sometimes there's a pecking order in what's important for the community and we have empathy for each other. Well, you, um, long, long-suffering long listeners who put up with my world wrestling entertainment jokes and also my bad choice of classic rock music sometimes know that one of the other things that I um, am long, you've been long-suffering about is my comments on lateral hostility. It does seem to be turning a corner, although some of the hardcore power institutions, who I'd better not name, or this, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, this podcast will be ripped down. Not the first time that that might have happened. Um, you know, still need to be challenged. But I think more and more at the grassroots, we're seeing this, and um, it's a packed program today. Still got to talk about the Mardi Gras police debate and possibly also another World Wrestling Entertainment reference. We'll see if we can squeeze it all in. Um, um, 
you know, sort of, but there are some institutions in our own communities as well as those in the so-called broader community that need changing, not so broad churches, so to speak. And Rovings responded, yes, indeed. <laughs> the freedom boy comes to mind along with the ideological right wing in the party. Yes, individual freedom and the occasional tokenistic mention of responsibility without people taking it. Hmm. And I have had... Um, an email in from Elena Go Sally, sorry to hear that happen to you. Um, yeah, look, it was difficult and it was at a very challenging time where I didn't have support. Um, but, you know, look, we're, you know, it's getting or getting there now um, without question. And um, I also have just remembered to check in on Twitter um, for any messages there as well. Um, so, yeah, look, it wasn't easy, Melina, but thankfully... Um, if I thought I thought I had something nice this year, the person who saved my life at that time, who came out, and I'm saying person, which keeps it de-identified, as another member of the LGBTI community, was a huge ally. Um, I've actually reconnected with that person after a very long absence during the year and missed them. Um, so um, you know, life does come around. Now, what Melina said here, um, David Davis said yesterday on. Well, your words, that other gay station that he doesn't believe in conversion therapy, yet was very vague about his party's fringe members on the issue. He was taken to task on the radio and Fiona patted, Patton suggested a conscience vote on the matter as well. It's just plain bigotry. Well, I think there needs to be a conscience vote um, from the Liberal Party. But of course, if the Labor Party and enough members of the upper house support it, and it is highly likely that you would have the support of the Greens and Andy Medic for starters. Now, I'm not going to presume... Fiona Patton's um, sort of approach um, or anyone else's, but it just needs one of that crossbench and some upper house liberals and it's through, assuming Labor votes as a party. Um, but your last words um, on conversion therapy, well, in my personal opinion, as is everything I say on this show, um, quote, it's just plain bigotry. Yes, I would agree. And look, David Davis, I remember um, at the, and Melina also says hi to Roving Reporter. Um, and um, yeah, look, David Davis, um, at the, in debates leading up to the 2018 state election after the Victorian Parliament rejected the um, first round of attempted at, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, birth certificate reform, said, oh, politics is a tough game. You're playing politics, David. Some of us are caring about human lives. Maybe there's a few people, in fairness, in our own sort of LGBTI communities who need to start thinking in more human terms rather than coldly political or legalistic terms and get a full picture going. Um, just my thoughts on the issue. All right, um, let's have a breather. Let's have some music. Gosh, it is, there's so much news we can cover today. I'm not really sure where to start first. Um, but let's have a listen in the meantime to Ian Moss um, on the from the Matchbook 30th Anniversary Special Double CD set, which has the original CD plus some live tracks from Mossy from his solo career and Chisels, um, who were named in Rolling Stone's top 50 bands in the issue that I got this week. Thanks for suggesting I subscribe to Rolling Stone, Belinda. Really enjoying that. Um, and, well, a track that could sum up Melbourne's weather a little for the next few days um, as part of not quite four seasons in one day. No, it's not Crowded House. It's Ian Moss in a track that was originally on his first solo album, Matchbook. Here's the live version, uh, Mr Rain, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. We got some room to dance. Let's get it. I'm going to 
allowed to break into your phone if they have a reason to do so and what we end up with is a surveillance state what we end up with is multiple government agencies that have legal powers to surveil you when you have not been proven guilty the underlying tenet of western law is that you are innocent until proven guilty what we're moving to is suspicion is enough to take away rights in order to build a case towards guilt and that's not a legal framework that we agreed to we need to keep Radical Voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 a.m., Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do, and everything can change. Indeed, <clears throat> working collectively and things might change. Well, they could want to come back to that in a second and, well, talk about the surveillance state as well. Goodness gracious me. Um, well, um, wanted to talk just very quickly. Um, there's multiple um, references to World Wrestling Entertainment today because during the week we lost a great star of um, sports entertainment slash professional wrestling, Pat Patterson, and you might say, what does professional wrestling have to do with this show? Well, today it definitely does because um, Pat Patterson um, is was one of the um, first um, gay stars in wrestling. He identified as a gay male. He was it was one of those so-called in inverted commas open secrets for some time, but he came out publicly at the age of seventy-three on Legends House, um, a show on the WWE Network in two thousand and thirteen and got huge support from wrestling legends like Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart, um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, woo! Um, no, no, that's got to get my woos right there. Woo is Ric Flair. Um, woo ho! Um, is sorry, Pat Duggan, um, Jim Duggan, and many others. Um, so um, I'm sorry. I, go, I did wrestling references. It's what I do. Um, anyway, um, seriously, um, you know, sort of, um, it was... Um, 
you know, sort of, um, you know, um, very, very important um, and um, really, really important to him. His longtime partner was Louis Dondero, who they were together for 40 years, and Dondero died of a heart attack on, well, 28 June, Stonewall Day 1998, the same night as a WWE pay-per-view, King of the Ring. So he provided a lot of visibility for LGBT stars. There are now um, LGBTI um, you know, stars um, out, or wrestling people in wrestling um, sort of everywhere. Um, and sadly, Pat died of liver failure in Miami um, on December the 2nd. Um, and, you know, there's bi stars like Piper Niven, um, who came out on Celebrate Bi Day last year. Um, we have Nyla Rose in All Elite Wrestling, and I'm going to do one more wrestling digression. The Stinger turned up on um, W on All Elite this week. Um, that's a big surprise. Um, Nyla Rose, a trans wrestler, um, and lots of other people who went before, Alicia Fox, and we want to acknowledge the late Chris Canyon, a gay wrestler as well. But it is really good to see um, more people being out and the fact that um, Triple H, um, the sort of one of the big head honchos, um, Paul Levesque, sometimes known as Helm, Helmsley, has Helmsley acknowledged that um, Patterson was gay in his post on Twitter at the time of the announcement. So um, really important that these conversations happen. Messages that are in... Um, 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 Melina said, I can't believe people read my letters like roving. Well, some of us are. Um, does it initiate changing? Ch yes, it does. You've got to push, Melina. You know, it is that old saying, it takes a lot of small drops to make up an ocean. You do your bit. I hopefully give some people some connection on radio, things that I do, all the rest of it. Um, so um, every bit makes a difference. Um, and um, roving has popped in. It's nasty to play politics with people's lives. Yes, um, we've seen governments do that on numerous occasions this year. Yeah, wanted to talk about that and why very quickly. Um, it now seems that the Australian Defence Force have admitted they're not equipped to handle hotel quarantine. But for months, the murder media was kept saying the Andrews government should have had the Defence Forces in hotel quarantine. Gee, where's that? I wonder what the response to that's going to be. Hmm. So this is why you just got to take no nonsense and take a very assertive line and set boundaries against nonsense. And I hope it happens on the so-called the conversion practices bill. Um, Roving's also said, great to see more prominent journalists like Patricia, Patricia Carvelis um, getting involved in the community and being announced as an ambassador for Chill Out next year. And also got to congratulate um, Tessa Halliday, a bi and non-binary person, who was on the board of Chill Out and was elected to Hepburn Shire as a councillor. Got to get um, Tessa on the show um, soon as well. So, by God, there's all these little signs. And this is where, to Melina and anyone else out there who struggles, keep going. And I put this out there. I'm always happy to have a coffee or a Zoom coffee um, with anyone and be a shoulder to cry on, um, a, a battery cable, as long as I'm up for it as well. Um, so very quickly, and it doesn't have enough time really to give this justice, um, yesterday at the Mardi Gras annual general meeting, there was a vote about continuing the police presence at Pride March, and it seemeth, so to speaketh, that um, the vote was 56% in favour of keeping police at Pride March and 44% against, which is a big shift in the direction of getting the police away from Pride March um, in... Um, compared to last year. Now, the results of the board elections haven't been announced as yet, um, but um, 
you know, sort of um, the fact that if that's the vote on that issue, then that shows there must be some progress. And so there's an institution that hopefully finally might have to move itself into the 21st century on so many issues and be a little more aware of its privilege. Um, very quickly, um, declaring my interest as a judge in the Globe Awards. Congratulations to all the Globe Award winners and um, to the hosts. It was, and I've got to say many things, it was the most well-run online event I've been to. There was not a technical hitch. See, quiz can do all sorts of things. Very, very well run. Lots of fun, lots of great diverse entertainment. But lots of great award winners in um, this year. Congratulations to the team from Transdemic, who we interviewed earlier this year, who got Media Award. Um, lots of great work being done by Bowie and Zay, who run Fearless Movement Collective, which looks at body and gender and non-binary in ways beyond the binary, so to speak. Um, but all the winners were great. And LGBTI Person of the Year, Catherine Barrett, founder of the Kindness Pandemic, showing that LGBTIQA plus people and allies can go beyond our own communities and do so much for people everywhere and particularly needed this year. You can get a full list of winners on Globe's website and social media accounts and they're looking to name, change their name to Globe Victoria. Um, so lots going on in the community, hard to keep on track of it all. Um, and again, regrets that I couldn't get someone in to talk about um, gender-based violence. Hopefully try to clear that up in the last couple of shows of the year. Take it out today um, with Emma Wall, fantastic queer performer. Um, well, um, getting away with queer phobia doesn't seem like the people um, you know, who are opposing the conversion therapy bill will do it. We've had trans people um, coming out despite all the efforts to stop trans people being ourselves, which we know still need tackling. Um, so once or twice we can say that if you try to get away with queer phobia, it will be, in the words of Emma Wall, not this time. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Thanks to our wonderful contributors, um, Roving, and good to have you back again once again, Melina. I'm Sally Goldner, and just before we go out... Um, um, and Melina said, I'm in a happy and positive space, Sally. That's what we want. Life's pretty good, says Melina. Well, let's keep going that way, acknowledging, of course, that not everyone is and we need to be there for those people. Let's take it out with Emma Wall. Not this time. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Mm-hmm.